Yay, Ben, time for the podcast. <laughs> theme music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. <sighs> <laughs> just resign myself to that fate yeah I think point. at this stage we're just going to have to accept that that's the music for that's the podcast the music for the podcast yeah that's what it is Ben we're back we are we've returned more more people talking about things that they've half remembered <laughs> we're very good at half remembering things though yeah uh, speaking of things that we've half remembered did you remember to watch the trailer for is it called a trailer when it's a TV show Te- te- promo? promo promo is that what we use promo promo did you watch the promo for uh new mutants uh i i wasn't wasn't wait new mutants doesn't have a promo no it doesn't does it <laughs> new mutants doesn't. doesn't have a promo i believe you're hold referring on hold to... on did you watch the promo for the new mutants based tv the oh that's not good you saved yourself you <laughs> saved yourself Listeners, if you could give Michael a pass this time, <laughs> he would appreciate that. Because usually, I mess up. <laughs> and he's just not ready to join me on this side. I'm not on the ball today. Okay? He's just not ready. So give him a chance. Yeah, okay? I think what Michael was referring to is the Gifted trailer, uh, which is actually based on the new movements. So he's not entirely that wrong. A couple of announcements this week. Uh, the Gifted is going to be a new FX mutant thing, I'm guessing, from the success of Legion. Is it FX again? They might, I think it's FX again. Eight episodes? I think so. Our scientifically determined Our scientifically perfect. determined perfect amount. Uh, and I think it's leading off from the success of Legion. But will it be good though? Um, I don't think Fox cares. I think Fox looks at it as the way... <laughs> it's like, we get to hold on to the X-Men franchise, it's working. Yay! I don't think they care. I think you've mixed Fox and Sony up. Is it Sony? No, Sony are the ones who don't care. Oh, Fox do occasionally try quite they hard. try a little bit. Go on, Deadpool. 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 That was pretty good. And Lurgan. Lurgan was awesome. Yeah. And Lurgan uh, was my favourite movie of 2016. Yeah, about a town in Northern Ireland. Yeah, Lurgan. had gotten old and lost its healing ah, powers. Stop putting mutants, mutants in camps. Stop rounding them up and cloning them. Give it over. <laughs> That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Is, Lurg- is Lurgan... No, let's stop talking about Lurgan. <laughs> okay. um, but no, in answer to your previous question, I did not watch the trailer because I watched the first maybe 30 seconds of it. It was very mixy-uppy. It's very, it's very generic, isn't it? Very generic. It's the genericest... Very, very CW. Yeah, yeah but... Mutants. Do they say mutants? Oh, they do say mutants. They do say mutants. In fact, we're going whole hog on the uh, intertextuality and casual referencing of other franchises because they're like, the X-Men, uh, uh, the, the... I can't remember what the other school Brotherhood. Is. The Brotherhood. We don't even know if they exist anymore. So when's so it set then? We're just dropping it. I'm guessing it's around Logan time. Oh. I think it might be Logan time. You think it's Logan time? I so think it's, it's Logan time. It's the future. The future. The near future. The, the almost dystopic future. Almost. Dystopic? Dystopian? Dystop. That would be better. Isn't that the word? That is, that is better. <laughs> um, speaking of, something we forgot to include in the notes. Uh, speaking of... We don't have notes. This is all spontaneous and off the cuff. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> because we've forgotten everything we were planning to say. Venom. Venom. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Tom Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is Venom. <laughs> Tom Hardy is Venom. Did not think Tom Hardy would take Venom. Oh, what are they doing? I, I think it could work. He's, he's awful intense. He's amazingly intense. But how are they going... What are they thinking? What? Why what? are they making a Venom movie? Why are they making a really Venom movie not connected to Spider-Man? And they haven't even introduced him yet. But in he's, the it's not... Spider-Man series. But it's not in the MCU. Yeah. It's a Sony-only spin-off. That's strange. They're going to make Venom without Spider-Man. That's strange. Do you think Tom Hardy didn't read the contract and didn't realise that it was Sony and not Marvel? Uh, uh, I'm Tom Hardy. I don't know how Tom Hardy speaks. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm either. not reading that contract. I'm going to be Venom. I'm, that's, he just wants an excuse to buff up again. He just wants to, he just wants to get jacked. Look, I think that could be absolutely spectacular because let me like, like Spider-Man. Let, let me paint you a picture <laughs> I see what you did there um, well, let me paint you a picture here imagine you have Tom Holland Spider-Man who's this little geeky kid and I don't know if there's gonna I don't know if they're gonna lean into the 
photography thing in Spider-Man Homecoming. They should. They should. Because it's be kind Instagram of... Yeah. Yes. He'd be a social media manager of some kind yes. for the Daily Bugle. But then, imagine if you have him, right? And he's he's a photographer and he starts making waves because he's taking pictures of Spider-Man. Sure. And then you have Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock losing out his photography job to... to this little snot with a smartphone. To Tom Holland. Oh, intensity. Explosion of intensity. That would be also, stunning. Tom has some serious possession issues and he needs to let that go. <laughs> that's that's. Oh, it would be. We, we could make it work. I'm just really afraid that Tom Holland would be too afraid to act with him. <laughs> that's exactly that what you want. Intense. Like compared with the bloody misstep of that seventies guy, Topher Grace, the, the world's least intimidating man, Topher Grace. That's him. Who has played Eric Foreman from that 70s show in everything since. Yeah. Moody Eric Foreman, humorous Eric Foreman. Eric Foreman possessed by an alien symbiote, Eric Foreman. Eric Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, the, not the least popular Eric Foreman. No. But, I mean, imagine Tom Hardy. Imagine, I wouldn't want to piss Tom Hardy off. No, I... And then, if... Well... I probably would. <laughs> Still, you'd, you'd think twice about it. Tom Hardy, if you're listening to this, you're a real, you're a real dickhead. <laughs> I don't think he is. I yeah, but if he is, I think he's well known as all. If he right, is, like, you're a real dickhead. Anyway, and your movies are reasonably good sometimes, but a often lot, a lot of the time, often not as good. A lot of the time. But yeah, could you imagine how terrifying, how terrifying. Tom Hardy would be for Tom Holland. Just awful. Oh, people amazing. Just so intense. But they're not going to do it. They're going to ruin it instead. They're going to Sony it up. <laughs> um, Sony all over it. What other trailers and stuff were there? I don't know. What oh, else? there was the actual New Mutants thing. Yes, sorry. So, this is this this may have led to some of the confusion. The, the New Mutants movie has been announced. Um, starring someone that the MCU universe already knows but quite well. Me? No, you no, you're no. They didn't. They didn't call me this time. They oh, just. No. They just forgot to. I'm on the list. <laughs> um, no, Rosario Dawson is set to star. I believe it's the lovely Rosario Dawson. Sorry, the lovely Rosario Dawson. Yeah, if Rosario Dawson wants to come on the podcast, we don't even have to sponsor it. You just, you just let us know. Shh, Zoe Saldana could be listening, Ben. Both of you can come on the podcast. There's not a lot of room in the tiny room. In our tiny room, but for you, we'd probably be booked somewhere. There's not a lot of room, but there is a moth. There's a moth flying um, over my head. Ben's distracted like a cat. He's <laughs> <laughs> just swatting at it. Oh. Um, yeah, and also. Um, What's her face? You know your one from that movie that I like? Split. Anya Taylor-Joy? I don't know her. She, oh, she's, she's pretty good. She's pretty decent. Yeah, she's pretty good. She really looks like magic. Oh, so she's going to play Elena yeah. Rasputin. I, I wonder if she's going to do a Russian accent. I kind of hope they, not. They kind of stay away from it these days. The only one I've seen go... Like go, really heavy on the go full Russian. Go full Russian was Deadpool, and they did it as kind of a parody. Their Colossus was kind of a joke. But won't this magic be his sister? Yeah, if they're still. But connected. again, if we're if we're if we're doing realistic, you know, representations of of modern teenagers and stuff, she would be the sister that grew up on American TV and uh, stuff like that. So they might just, I just pay they might just let her let her be. There'll probably be a quip in there somewhere where one of the other. New Mutant says, why don't you have an accent? She goes, it's 2017, I have the internet. And she'll like, strut off, do something like that. I have the internet, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because she's real gritty. Because we'll just, we'll just throw that in there. And then she'll have a big Vekoff sword. Yeah, it'll be great. And Arya Stark is Wolfsbane. No. Have you not seen this news? Well, look, I haven't seen it's the a, news. Oh, the, the, someone, someone did concept art. I think it I was... Kinda, I kind of like when you tell me the, the news because it's like you get really animated and you're really, really <laughs> excited and I really feel like when I say that I have seen it you're like yeah oh. I'm generally surprised oh. um, now someone I think I, I don't know if an official Marvel concept artist like Andy Park or something I don't think it was but Andy. someone did gave it a pass uh, 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 yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy and what's that what's her name and uh, not Natalie Dormand, just the no, other one. No, no, the uh, other one. Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Ooh, that's out of nowhere. Oh. That's not on a page. Flash. Um, so someone did a, a, a little sketch of them as the characters, and it looked pretty, pretty convincing. Yeah, nice. Um, so who's? So we have magic. We have magic. Wolfsbane. Do, do we know who Rosario's Rosario. given? Not Storm. 
would, would seem inappropriate. Why? She's not very stormish, is she? Is this about race? No, not at all. She's more... Li- well, she could shave a blonde mohawk or a white mohawk. Oh, you think, oh, you think they're going to go mohawk? They might. That is how she was portrayed in the new movies. And it's how... It's kind of the hair Rosario Dawson had when she became famous because that's what kind of what Gale that's looked what like. Sin City... Yeah, okay, okay. But I've, she's me. not playing Storm, You've though. sold me. But she, yeah, but I've sold you on something that doesn't exist. Well... I just have to be disappointed with the real one then. <laughs> kind of the point of this podcast, isn't it? Selling you. Yeah. Why don't people do things the way we want them to <laughs> We're better at this. That might be what the podcast is called. Why don't people, Why don't do, people things do things the way we, we want, want them to, to do, do um, What else? What else was there? Uh, oh, American Gods. American Gods, which I absolutely loved. Saw yeah. the first episode this week. Uh, probably should be catching up more on that. I love mythology. You do. I love references to the past. I love storytelling in general. I love Neil Gaiman. Let's do a throwback to episode one, Ben. Why don't you tell me who 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 is who even is Kali? Who even is Kali? Kali is um, an Indian uh, god of death. Yeah, she's not in this though, is she? Indian god of death. She's not. No, it's uh, Bas. It's Bilquis. Bilquis. Bilquis, who is Egyptian, I think. Bilquis. Bilquis is the Egyptian goddess. Is she? I think so. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah, I think Bilquis is Egyptian. Just could be African. Could be African, actually. Now I think about it. I think she might be. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll come back to that. We should probably tell people that when we started this podcast, one of our running highest running contenders for the name of the podcast was men misremembering things <laughs> and I, I really feel that we should revisit that at some point. If you, if you do listen. Leave us a comment. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, yeah, no. The reason that I brought up American Gods is that we got one of our rare tweets, and someone told me that I should check it out because it has an Irishman, an Irishman oh, in space. Really? Well, uh, you know, not really in space. It does, but it does have an Irishman. It does. Well, does it though? It's not a real Irishman. It's, no, it's it's an American representation. Is he Argentinian? I know of an Irishman. No, the actual actor is the guy from Orange is the New Black. He's um, never seen it. You probably okay. I wouldn't worry. Does it have it. superheroes in it? To any of no, never seen. You it. Don't watch it. Never um, seen. Mick is actually uh, Mick has only existed for the last. 15, 17 years he, he came into being spontaneously when superhero movies and started <laughs> X-Men 1 and he really needs it to continue existing no hold on hold on you're going to step on my bit I'm going to talk about oh, that no. later you're stepping on my bit <laughs> okay I'm going to back away from the bit we oh, really need no. to start doing group focus testing on the bits <laughs> I, I can't I just keep stepping on your bits don't it's step just, on my bits don't step on my bits alright I was going to make a quick joke about him being like Jack Frost and he only comes alive when children believe in him but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's super gross. Uh, so yeah, it's very good though. It's I I thought visually it's very abrasive. It's like whoa, there's really? a lot going on. But I, no, I think it's amazing. But it's just a lot to contend with. They really lean quite heavily into CGI, but it works incredibly well for the show that it is. They really kind of I didn't know whether they go near because Neil Gaiman does quite abstract imagery and stuff like that in his specificalize me uh, well for example there are lots of dream sequences uh-huh. and visions um, flashbacks he's, he's very good at leaving things unsaid and Un- expecting you to pick up on things from the imagery so there's the huge uh, Yggdrasil tree from Norse mythology there's a buffalo headed god with fl- bl- uh, flaming eyes there's a bone orchard which is what the name of the first episode is the Orchard of Bones or the Bone mm. Orchard one or the other but they actually just lean into that wholeheartedly and, and go with it and use CGI to render it quite well in minor spoilers but not really spoilers but tiny spoilers I remember reading the book and the twist that really got me was who Mr. Wednesday really was I know it's nice and I mean it's so obvious when you know it it's but so obvious it takes obvious, you a while but bloody hell does it take you a while and I think that's one of the best because it's not hidden it's just there it's just it's there. in the book the whole time just and I think it's the same in the show having watched mm. it with a non well a kind of semi-genre fan yeah they don't give it to you 100% but like Neil Gaiman is just better at mythology than most people he's incredibly well versed in mythology and knows exactly what he can do did you ever go back and watch that episode of Supernatural again with basically the same I didn't, setup I didn't go back because it's that to me was like a stepping stone that episode it was halfway between the oh, book and now we're I think someone was like ooh that's a good book I'm gonna use that I'm gonna, <laughs> Let's just that's how it. I'm gonna earn my bread this week oh it was good it's a good, it's a good show it's very a, good show well the, the new one is amazing I'm a bit deeper in than you I think I've seen three damn 
Right. How? What did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> oh. Oh, what's this now? You still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. Oh, nice. Great. Podcast cancelled. It's just... You're just so invested in me. <laughs> I don't understand. Just I've seen it four times now. What? I haven't. I was just drawing right, a reaction okay. out of why, you. Why didn't you invite me? <laughs> I'd actually go if I had someone to go with. Aww. 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 Really Poor sad Ben. All my friends think that superheroes are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Not like... Not as in a homosexual slur, just like, eh. Oh, no. Poor friend. It's their words, not mine. Yeah. Well done, Ben. Oh, since you've already said something slightly off-colour, let's go on to one of our most popular segments. Uh. Ben, he got something wrong. And now he's gonna admit that he got it wrong. It's Ben's Retractions. Ben's <laughs> yes. Um, no, really, in Ben's Attractions, though, we did have a tweet. We did have a tweet. We had a real tweet. We from had a tweet from... The Rachel Bot. The Rachel Bot. Don't know who that is at all. Um, but uh, she, she very kindly pointed out that... Um, I, I may have misremembered who wrote quite an important Irish play. <laughs> and that quite important Irish play is the playboy of the Western world. Hugh Hefner. Who is the quintessential playboy of the western world however before Hugh Hefner was born maybe not before he was born maybe the year of his birth Hugh Hefner's pretty, he's pretty old. old he's pretty old in 1907 this play was aired here um, he's Ireland. not that old he's uh, not 110 he might be did you just say the play was aired aired I did sorry <laughs> I'm thinking the wrong speak uh, the play was first performed um, here um, and it was written by not George Bernard Shaw as I mistakenly attributed um, it was written by J.M. Singh J.M. Singh, who is quite a famous playwright in his own... Is he regard. connected with Singh Street? Uh, yes, it's named after him, as far as I know. The school? Yeah, the, not, the no, street. Not the movie, the, the actual street, which is S-Y-N-G-E, Streets. But isn't... Have you seen that movie? There is a movie. And it's set in that street. It's set in that street. I think it's set near that school. There's a school set in that called school. the Singh... Yeah, the Singh School. I suppose I have a tiny retraction. Oh. A tiny retraction. Okay. Because I said that Garth Ennis might be from Bray. Oh, he's not. He's definitely not. He's from he's from Northern Ireland. Oh, okay. I, I said that. I think I you did say that. Yeah. But no, you'll notice it's that not I redeeming. said I said that he <laughs> might be from Bray, oh. but he definitely isn't. I'm I'm far more of a jump in two feet first kind of guy. So that's why we have this segment. <laughs> we don't have mixed retractions. <laughs> he was um, actually waiting outside at the end and told me last week. Oh, okay. Well, he probably heard. He he. He's fairly like he's got his listening equipment on and stuff like that. He likes to be. Hi Garth. Hi Garth. What's he's up? just outside there. He's just playing with Ed. Still hanging out. There. He's playing with Ed. Ed is my cat, by the way. It's not a child. Or... It'll be worked in as a, an Irishman's parody in the next famous venture. <laughs> a ginger cat. Ed, the ginger cat. Um, with, uh, an alcohol and cigarette addiction. What What else was there? Oh, there was news. There was other news. Oh yeah, there's quite a, a significant bit of news this week. Uh, Zack Schneider, who I quite often make fun of in the podcast, yeah. uh, is actually stepping down from the big DCU franchise, Justice League, and other films because he's had a horrible tragedy in a his family. Horrible yeah. tragedy. A horrible tragedy in his family. Um, so that's that's pretty bad. It's awful. I don't I don't have any jokes on that. But Joss Whedon's stepping in. Joss Whedon is stepping in, who has also been featured and mocked by me on this podcast several times. <laughs> They've teamed up. They've teamed up. They heard about me. And they're like, we're going to sort that guy. We're going to get him. I would love if the entirety of the Justice League movie was just to stick it to you. Snyder and Whedon. I think Donald Trump's going to get involved at some point. <laughs> I don't like him. Let's get rid of him, guys. There's the budget. Do what you need. Get, get, I can't do this. Get him. Get, get uh, All my impressions sound the same. I'm not even going to try. I'm just, I'm depressed now because I, I can't do Donald Trump. It's okay. I have a retraction segment. I get uh, to do accents. Apparently. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> apparently, though, apparently, this has been going on for a long time. So even though they're saying, they're saying with utmost commitment, Snyder has laid down the vision not not the Marvel character the vision not Mr. Stark we have to stop talk. what's that uh, <laughs> what was that voice I was doing Mr. Stark the suit's not ready yes that, that kind of thing uh, he's he's laid it down uh, everything's ready to go Joss isn't going to be changing anything or adding his style to it but 
good. Yeah. But the way I read it. Yeah. Been around for a while. Yeah. Joss has been around for a while. He's done some done some reshoots. Oh. Done some rewrites. So you think that Joss Whedon has secretly del- directed this whole movie? I don't think he's secretly... I think he's secretly co-directed the whole movie. Oh. I don't think they're going to remove Schneider anytime soon. Well, I don't think anything like that, but I think he's had a much bigger influence than... Which is interesting. I really thought Marvel would have an issue with that. Yeah, right? But... They don't. They don't seem to care. They don't seem... To, maybe they can't care. Maybe he's just too... Because I don't know if he's doing... Is he doing Infinity War? Is he directing No, Infinity Russo's. War? Russo Brothers. Oh, get in. <laughs> get... This is the best news of my day. No, it's bad. Can't wait for Infinity War now. Russo Brothers, who make the best Marvel movies, apart from Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think was a little bit better. But I think the Russo Brothers make the better Marvel movies. Nothing. Well, I mean, Civil I'm, War is great. Civil War is amazing. Captain America Winter Soldier was also very good. It's very good. Very good film. Not as good as Avengers, though. Wasn't it? <laughs> okay, let's get down it to was, it. Wasn't it? Let's so, get down to it. For anyone that listens to the podcast with, with great loyalty and admiration, as, as one would listen to the podcast... <laughs> um, don't. Don't seek admiration. Don't I'm seek not admiration. seeking it. It's already there. It's already there. People love us. People love us. Um... Please, please don't respond to that by showing me how much you don't love us. I am very fragile. Leave us alone. Uh, <laughs> Gareth, Gareth is already kind of moving away from the house. Um, now, um, if, if you listen, you'll remember that last week we had a little, uh, or two weeks ago we had a little, a little spat. We did. Have a and the reason spat. we had a hiatus is because um, we haven't been some speaking. Were said, some feelings were hurt. We, we uh, retreated to our corners and um, we did some research. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I don't do research. I'm just going off the cuff. I'm a little a little less spontaneous, I'm afraid. Okay, let's do this. So we're going to talk about The Avengers and I'm going to tell, tell you why it is the best comic book You're superhero so movie. You're so wrong. Stop then. Let me do the lead in. No. We said we're not going to talk over no, each other. I lied. I broke my own rule. <laughs> it was my rule. So, I broke it. The Avengers is the best comic book superhero movie of all time and always will be and will never be replaced and since I know that Ben is going to bring facts and issues and like themes and motifs and leet motifs I like motifs and all that stuff I'm a motif guy I'm going to counter him like all of the best politicians and religious leaders by shouting me down (laughs) no I'm going to shout you down and I'm going to use allegory and that other thing. Um, populism? No. Oh, I hadn't thought of populism. We Demonizing minorities? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> leave it, leave I'm, it alone. I'm Irish, but it's leave. not the right minority. No, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use <laughs> allegory and personal anecdotes. That's how I'm gonna get you. You're gonna, you're gonna use okay, you're gonna right. you're gonna use some homespun Yeah, some uh, well, homespun no. tales. Let's start with allegories, right? Okay. I don't even know if I mean allegory. Okay, hang on, first of all, time out quickly. Okay. Oh, I don't do research, I'm off the cup. He just, he just I didn't. hand backwards. No, in, don't in, in don't. his little his little Bible. Don't ruin the magic <laughs> of podcasts. I'm not having that. Okay, I'm so not look, the one. Look, right. Yeah, the other day, in preparation for this, I watched 2016, 2017's Guardians or The Guardians. Have you ever heard of it? Have you is seen it? The it? Russian. It is exactly the the Russian the, parody. The, it's not a parody. It was. I don't want to say Russia's attempt at making okay. an Avengers type film because that's not fair to Russia. It was some Russian studio's attempt. And making, making an Avengers type okay. movie. Now, there's a few things you have to say about it. First of all, five million dollars, five million US dollars, but dollar budget. No deal. So, no, but it's pretty low. Yeah. Like they've done quite a lot with quite a limited amount of money. So, which is good. Anyway, yeah, uh, th- this movie. It basically this there, but for the grace of Joss Whedon, goes the Avengers. Okay. Right. So we have a team. We have right. a team of characters. We have. Uh, have you seen the trailer? The oh, I, I know. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. So now. I just wanted to there, confirm that was the name. There are four characters, and the four characters are that I actually discovered. My Russian is a bit rusty. So is mine. So I, I missed out on it when I was okay. watching. I missed out on a couple of things. Like, for example, they're all from different parts of Russia. 
And they're probably significant. Not really, actually. But their powers are kind of related to where they are. So there's Um, an Armenian guy. And he's kind of religious. And he controls rocks. And his name is the the Armenian word, the Armenian-Russian word for mountain. Okay. Right? But, I mean, he's essentially the last earthbender. Okay. Because he can just control rocks. He throws rocks around. So you've got the, the last earthbender. Then you've got the winter soldier... But with Nightcrawler's powers. Ooh, Russian teleporter. He's a Russian teleporter ninja guy. Bucky Wagner. Faith. Bucky Wagner. <laughs> That's your porn name, isn't it? That <laughs> is. Check it out, Pornhub. <laughs> Six true. views. Uh, <laughs> so you've got Winter Soldier with Nightcrawler's power. You've got the last Earthbender. You've got Susan Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan Storm. She may or may not. She, she seems to have some sort of water-based powers. She can turn invisible. She can turn invisible in water, but later on she gets a kind of sexy suit. Oh, uh, and she can turn invisible at any time. But I think it might moisten her, <laughs> and that's how she can turn invisible. <laughs> anyway, okay. she's like classic Sue, Sue Storm, okay. blonde, generically attractive. Her powers keep letting her down. And oh, she has confidence issues. Yeah, and she spends most of the the movie looking terrified. That's, <laughs> because that's her, fair. Because her powers have let her down. And then you have the last guy who was like the My favorite, <laughs> the star, <laughs> the kind of star of the trailer, the Incredible Hulk. But he's also a bear with a minigun, which is all Rush has ever really needed <laughs> in a hero. Not the hero they deserve, but the hero they need. So at some stage, like uh, so, the Winter Soldier guy with the teleporting powers, he's air. And the mountain guy oh. is mountain, and Sue Storm is is water, and the bear guy is Gatling gun bear guy. Gatling gun bear. The four classical elements: earth, water, fire, and Gatling, Gatling gun, gun bear. bear. Gatling gun bear. <laughs> so anyway, right? Ten years old as time. They have a Nick Fury, but their Nick Fury is a sexy lady. Oh, a sexy lady. She's a she's a major, Ooh. even though she couldn't be more than thirty. And for some reason, her military she's uniform. Not a major. No, she's probably. She's not, not a major. It's not that women can't be majors. Just 30-year-old women would find it very difficult. Or 30-year-old men. Or, sorry, it's difficult for both. Yes. So, for some reason, her, her uniform includes uh, sexy leather pants and impractical high heels. My uniform includes sexy leather pants <laughs> and impractical high heels. I know, it's <laughs> very distracting. <laughs> um, and then they have the bad guy. And the bad guy is this just generic, muscly guy who's also a super genius, I think. Excellent. Oh, and brains and Yeah, and he is kind of somehow responsible for forcing them all together right so here's okay. here's where we're going with this this is how it leads into Avengers first of all um, when you're dealing with a movie like this all all of the characters all of their powers had to come from the same origin because they didn't okay. have breathing room to give them unique origins so yeah. why does one of them turn into a bear with a gatling gun and the other one has some sort of vaguely defined teleporting speed powers and the third guy can turn into the thing kind of a bit and then there's a, a woman who's useless okay so it's a bit weird right okay then everything happens really quick like we were fed backstory on why they don't like each other and what this bad guy did to them okay and everything's kind of rushed and awful exposition yeah exactly where we hear we hear in a conversation that bear man is afraid if he ever turns full bear <laughs> that's the Russian translation it's like if I ever go full bear I don't know if I have ability to go back do they have a wonderful Russian story where his mother makes him promise never to go full bear Pro- <laughs> probably but we didn't get to see it right okay. and then like winter soldier man he killed his sister I by mistake Jesus and so they all have these tragic backstories but it's all delivered in conversation exposition not right none of that Swish. in Avengers wrong none of it wrong none of it because they all have wrong. their backstories they all have their distinctive backstories which are kind of connected for their powers they, they, yeah and their characters because they've all they've all blended together we saw a two hour movie of the Hulk moping around the place being whiny he didn't and look like Mark Ruffalo. No, he but was he a bit was. different. He was Mark Cannon. Ginger Mark Ruffalo. Mark Gingefalo. Not Gin- mopier than the actual Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> and more aggressive, I've heard. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, not um, fun to work with. Right, and then, so the bad guy, he, he takes over Russia, and he goes to the top of a building, and he sets up a thing shooting a beam into space. Of course. And that space beams, beam. Space beams for the podcast. And that beam is going to help him take over the planet, or whatnot. Or and they all what have to team up. Space for? Right. Oh, 
right? And they go and they go up onto the space beam. Well, first they, they get defeated. By the way, this is the Guardians, this not, is not Avengers. Avengers. So they get defeated. I feel like that should be pointed. <laughs> they get defeated and they have to team up again to escape and then they have to make up for all their problems. And then they, they go up on top of the building and the bear... Oh, this is the best bit. They start using their powers in tandem to try and fight the thing, the, nice. the muscly guy. And then he's beating them pretty easily. And then the bear goes, ah, and he turns into a full bear. He goes full bear. And the bear jumps at him, and the bad guy jumps at him, and the bad guy knocks the bear out. No. After leading the whole movie to that moment. Full bear always works out. I know. And he knocks him out with one punch. This is terrifying. And then they run away. They run away, and they go down, and they learn that if they combine their powers into a blue kind of laser thing... Which in no way is connected to earth, wind, fire, or... Or Gatling gun. Gatling gun bear. And then they shoot that at him and that kills him. It's ridiculous. And there's even a Wilhelm scream in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> nah. For anyone oh, that doesn't great. know, the Wilhelm scream is that same uh, generic henchman scream that you hear in everything. Star Wars yes. has a pretty famous one. All the stormtroopers have one. It's in uh, almost every movie at least. Yeah, once. the Wilhelm scream. I don't know why it exists. Why does it exist? Uh, someone, someone in Lucasfilm, I think, heard it once and thought it was pretty funny, and, and started they just started sneaking it in, including as a convention. I think it's a like sound editor's joke. Uh, a little inside stage. the Easter egg. So anyway, the reason that this movie made me really love Avengers is if we had got Avengers fifteen years ago, this movie is shot for shot what it would have been. So the Guardians is Avengers 15 years ago. Yes. Okay. And it's vital that you watch them with that in mind. Watch event, watch Guardians and think if we hadn't had the build up of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Joss Whedon who we know knows how to handle an ensemble. Does. That's what we would have ended up in with. Defensive Joss Whedon. That is definitely what we would have ended up with. For sure. And I have you, more. Michael, are forever thankful that we didn't end up with that. Because everything that's wrong with that movie, that, it's just, it's, it's skin of the teeth, oh, I can't say that, it's skin of the teeth. Nailed it. That's what Avengers could have been. Yeah. With a bad director, without the build Sounds up. And that's what superhero movies were though. Superhero movies pre, I will say that the post-Avengers climate, um, is a much better world for superheroes. Uh, yeah, for because sure. Pre, pre, all pre-Avengers superhero movies were. Let's work as a team. Let's yeah. let's do it together. Oh, we've all got individual issues that we don't really have time to really get into, but let's just say them. But we'll resolve them. Yeah, because that's how inner demons work for human beings. Well, the we only just say them out loud. The only two around. characters who were like that in Avengers were Black Widow and Hawkeye. But even Black Widow, well, Hawkeye. Look, I'm willing to accept Hawkeye was Hawkeye is the misstep of the of the of the movie. There are several missteps. There aren't. Okay, wait, your turn. Come That's on, fine. Come on, no, go on. So say something. Because, say something wrong. Because you because you love this so much, I I'm do. actually going to say what's right and what I enjoy about these films, which is a little bit controversial. Yeah, well, you've missed the point of the episode, <laughs> I think. So. <laughs> First thing I love about the Avengers is that it's based on the ultimate comic universe more than it was ever based on the the main 616 continuity, uh, which is really, really nice. Uh, the entire uh, plot line for the Avengers being brought together is based on Mark Miller's, um, Mark Miller's 2000 run on a series called The Ultimates. Mark Miller from Bray. Mark Miller from Bray. <laughs> Might be from Scotland. Bray in Scotland. There's a Bray in Scotland. <laughs> Is he out there with Garth? <laughs> Get out of here, Mark! So Garth's just there in his Northern Irish accent. And then <laughs> Mark is there in his Scottish accent. He's talking to me. He's great. Uh, yeah, so they're both having a little conversation out there. But uh, quite a decent run. Uh, very modern take on how a superhero team would probably be put together. It's where you get the whole espionage, government liaison thing from. I think mm-hmm. it's quite good. Don't get me wrong. It draws heavily from the... Earth 616 for the individual heroes but the, the Avengers I think takes from that so I quite like that Black Nick good. Fury Black Nick Fury that's how we got him he used to be very very white um, and very very kind of Hasselhoffy Hasselhoffy very oh good Hasselhoffy if you forgot to shave <laughs> um, yeah Hasselhoff without a, without a shave um, I really really like Mark Ruffalo wonderful wonderful so do most women 
Most women love Marco. I can see why. He's got he's got such a nice way about him. He's a bit mumbly, isn't he? He's a bit mumbly, but it's it's, he's sensitive and charming. I don't want to turn into Hulk in case I hurt someone. Get over it. I think he's swell. I love, I love, love, love that Captain America is not a super soldier in the Avengers movie. He's uh, Captain Long Jump. And his powers are entirely um, jumping based. Oh, there is, we've gotten to sarcasm now, have we? <laughs> you see what I was waiting yeah, to do. Actually, no, there are some other great uh, moments in it. There's Hulk versus Thor. That whole wrestle buddy frap oh, oh, punch thing is, is punch gas. Is I can't wait to see that again in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, rewatching it this week made me very happy. Um, I love uh, yeah the suit graphics are kind of cool the Iron Man suits in general just they how they're put on I know but I really like them in this one when he jumps out the building and falls out yeah, he's thrown out cool. of the building uh, that yeah, should have killed him that that, sh- that should have killed him uh, on a more sarcastic note I'm going to go back to sarcasm because I haven't written <laughs> down um, so um, I love that the entire plot is um, I know that you know that I know that you know what I'm going to do yeah well we know that you know that I know that you know it's just this back and forth of I know what you're going to do oh twist I still know what you're going to do oh twist which is the entire plot of the movie but we'll get to that yeah but I mean you would almost think that there was a god of mischief involved you'd almost think that but don't you dare use mythology to switch me out of this one he is the he is the furthest thing removed from a god of mischief that he could possibly be except for name god of mischief (laughs) except by name and all the mischief he causes not giving you that at all boo there's a lot of mischief Um, I love the entire um, mind controlled Hawkeye versus um, uh, Black Widow because it reminded me of Flashdance or Footloose (laughs) because it takes place in a very dark place with lots of lights and it's very dancey and I affectionately christened that Robin Hood versus Jessica Rabbit in a warehouse (laughs) I'm sticking with it hold on Um, wait a second hold on a second Hold on a second. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. You are being sarcastic. I am being sarcastic. Yeah, that was a weak point. <laughs> it's a terrible part It's not a great bit. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of sliding. There's a lot of like shots and stuff like that. Um, but the most important thing uh, that I want to point out about this movie... Sorry, I'm going to... Go softer. The most important thing that I want to point out about this movie um, is that... That is my highlights reel. That's the good stuff. And that is all the Avengers is. It's just a giant highlight reel. Yeah. There is no continuity yeah. or solid plot driving yeah. that movie in any way. There is. There is not. There there's, is that. There's not at all. That man has the thing that we need to get. <laughs> no. That man has a thing. No. The man we don't like has the thing we need. That movie is literally getting by based on the, ooh, this is a superhero that you love. Yeah. <gasps> there's another superhero that you love. Six of them. And they just put them together. It's like, ooh, what'll happen? It's like, oh, they don't get on. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, oh, they get on. And they do that six or seven times with each hero. They just mix them together. Yeah, it's great. Uh, no, it's, it's terrible movie making. No, it's great um, movie making. Anyway, please. Okay, so, look. That's, that's my, great. That's my first reason for disliking. Yeah, everything you've just said there is why I like it. Um, <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, they... they they come together the god of mischief gets up to some mischief in everything but name otherwise he's just an egotistical prat yeah or fancies himself a bit of a Hitler oh you brought Hitler in (laughs) hang on the movie brought Hitler in six episodes in the movie brought Hitler in it did I didn't bring Hitler in it did the entire opening confrontation between Captain America the Senate of Liberty and the main villain piece takes part in Dusseldorf, where a man who was born during the Nazi regime yeah, takes oh. a stand against the other man. What an amazing scene. <laughs> it's, it's actually not the worst scene in the entire movie, but very preachy. Yeah, so preachy. It's great. This is another reason that I didn't like it. But Captain America should be preachy. Then Iron Man arrives, and Iron Man's like, what's this dope saying? And just starts missiling people. He's very Cold War option, where he's just like, I've got the biggest gun, everybody stand down. Yeah. It's, everybody take it easy. It's fine. fine. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> what's your weakest impression it is my weakest impression <laughs> I didn't have time to practice today it's my weakest impression yeah so it's great look here's another thing then as uh, like I said anecdote and and allegory let's go to anecdote it's okay I've got facts um, <laughs> um, I'm older than you as I've mentioned thanks before and face with that one look when I was but a teen the only time years you ago. ever saw heroes teaming up was in cartoons. Yeah, that's true. Right? Then, uh, in the late 90s, we got X-Men. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Doesn't hold up well. 
Doesn't hold up well? No. Okay. Getting getting weak. Well, like it's, it's, it's from another time. Exactly, right? From then we got time. X-Men 2. Pretty good. Mm. Right? Mm. Spider-Man. Pretty good. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah, Sam, yeah, one and two. Spider-Man 2. Sensing Possibly the best non-MCU superhero movie. Even like even if you include yeah. all the MCU superhero movies, that's probably still in the top five. It's a Alfred great Moline movie. Is pretty good. Yeah, Daredevil, which I love. Unironically, I love Daredevil. I think Ben Affleck was great. I think it was great. It was a great film. The 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 director's cut isn't better though with Coolio, despite what people there, say. Is there a there's the director's cut with Coolio? Coolio Dear didn't direct God. it. But anyway, right? And all we could hope during those that period was to see those characters team up together my god Ben my god but had I seen Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a Spider-Man movie I would have wept tears of joy no I would have browned my trousers <laughs> walked out of the cinema and just run around telling people it would have been I, I, w- I was going to give you an Alexander quote I would have been go and, on and Mick wept for there were no worlds left to conquer <laughs> it was just a uh, podcast name for this week look upon my works <laughs> ye mighty ye and mighty despair, and despair. <laughs> um is what I would have said. Hugh Jackman in scrawny Wolverine form. Scrawny Wolverine. Not not Hugh Jackman, buff Hugh Jackman form. Um with Toby McGuire. So it <laughs> Yeah, when you, when you put it like that it sounds a bit sad. That's pretty much the aim of my podcast today. <laughs> so I mean, the idea of well made superhero movies teaming up together, it was just it was a pipe dream. Right? An absolute pipe dream. Now that's what I was watching, and when you, Ben, mm. were the age that I was watching those movies, you got Avengers. Mm. See what I'm saying? So you feel that so I really just... What I'm saying is, you're looking the gift horse in the mouth. What I'm saying is, you're slapping the goose that laid the golden egg. What I'm saying is, you are... Tickling the monkey tree. <laughs> I don't. I've run out of things. <laughs> you are. You are looking. <laughs> I can't think of any more. Hold on. You are. Uh, you are the straw that broke. Sir. You are the straw that broke the camel's back. No, that doesn't make any sense. No, no I just but to stop you. <laughs> it was. Avengers was seminal, and I. I don't mean. <laughs> I don't mean filled with semen. I mean, it was a turning point in... In superhero cinema no, history. No, in cinema history. No, boo. It shook the boo. world. Look, look at the bloody influx of crappy shared universes we're having to deal with because of Avengers. Yeah, all because of Avengers. All because of Avengers. The Avengers and paradigm. It is just... It's, it's a singularity in the world of superhero films that will never be recreated you'll never have that excitement of being in the cinema and you're thinking I'm going to go in and these characters are going to be in a film together they're going to be in a film together (laughs) these characters and then one of your friends is 20 minutes late and he calls you and said oh look I've had a bit of a problem with the Lewis I might not make it going and then you start panicking because you won't get to see them you won't get to see the characters in the film (laughs) together then, that's why that's why I think Age of Ultron mm, screwed the pooch. Well, I don't think it did. I don't think he could ever have lived up to Avengers. To an underrated movie, <laughs> <laughs> overrated movie. Ah, no, you. If you want to use the term correctly? No, go on. Hit me with more stuff about. No, there's there's not much more stuff to hit. I guess the argument is just it just doesn't resonate with me as a film. Now, maybe because of what I said. Maybe this is because, like you said, I took it for granted. Yep. I took the Avengers for granted. Give us a, but a, a metaphor. I think um, I thought I was still wearing a nappy, so I shit my pants, <laughs> and I wasn't wearing a nappy. That is what taking for granted is. It's like, oh, I can poop wherever I want, and then you're a four-year-old, yeah. and it's like, whoops. <laughs> four when Avengers came out? <laughs> yeah, four years old. No, I was not four. <laughs> Avengers came out in 2012, for anyone listening. Yeah, it did. Um, I was 12. You see... No, much older than 12. Sorry, that's completely wrong. Um, much older than 12. Ben doesn't know how I old he was. is. I was... How old am I? Are you trying to remember your real age or the age of the character you pay on this podcast? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm 26 now. What year were you born in? 1991. Right, you were... 
You were 21. <laughs> I was 21 when it came out. So I took it for granted. Maybe. Uh, but I don't think so. Um, there are a couple of reasons that I don't like Avengers. Like I said, it's a collection of moments. There's no momentum in this film. Lots of momentum. Okay, there isn't momentum at all. The Full majority of, of the two-hour and 24-minute runtime of that film is taken up by a bunch of people using expositional dialogue. There's no expositional you, dialogue. Oh my goodness. You give me How did you get back here anyway? Father sent me back using most of his power. How much of his energy did he have to spend to get you back to your precious little yeah, god? But then that turned out to be irrelevant. No, 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 no. That's exposition. It's meaningless dialogue exposition. Great dialogue. With no rooted character. Great no, dialogue. No, 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 no. That is how Thor and Loki talk to each other. No, no, no. It's not exposition. No, no, no. Expositional dialogue. Garbage because, exposition. No, dialogue. it's not. Because the whole thing. Hold on, I've just remembered. The whole point of that expositional dialogue is that it is expositional dialogue. So I'm kind of retracting what I said earlier. Mixed retractions. Better than Ben's, sweeter. But but then he says, Thor says something like, I'll show you, you you old bounder. And then Iron Man flies in and hits hits Thor away. And then Loki's standing there and goes, I'm waiting. The whole thing was a set of that moment. You're a liar. It's a great You're a liar. Moment. You're an it's awful liar. It's a great liar. moment. Anyway, zero chemistry in places, but we already touched on that. Black Widow, Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, God bless him. Chemistry was not his best subject in school. Or acting. Or acting in general. Mm. Just, just no. I think a bit of a miscast. No. Yeah, huge miscast. Good for Jeremy, though. He's breaking in that Avengers money. Good, <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Good for him. They tried to recast Jason Bourne as him once upon a time. They tried to reboot a franchise yeah. with him and it didn't don't, work. Can't do that. Um, so, yeah, the other thing that I don't like about Avengers, the other big thing, I said no momentum, but the other thing that really jars for me mm-hmm. is that there are so many different tones being attempted in that film. Now, superhero tone. The smart superhero tone, spy tone, mm-hmm. espionage tone. Mm-hmm. We go back to the fantasy tone with Thor and Engaged Loki. tone. Engage. Oh yeah, because we have that. Little no, I'm do, like I'm doing a, a phone joke. Oh, it's a, mm, like dial a dial tone. tone, like a dial tone. Um, <sighs> I've ruined that. Sorry, everybody. Tech tone, Robert Downey Jr. tone. Um, so we had we had all of that, and they try and smush it all together. No, they don't try. They do. They no no. But then they do it badly. They mush it all together like that food you eat at a friend's house because it's their first time trying in their new apartment. You're like, oh, it's really good. What's that? Is that a dig? It's delicious. No, no. A... Sorry, Mick occasionally cooks for me in his house and he thinks that's a dig. That's that not what it is. No, I said it's in their new dig. apartment. This is not me. your new apartment. Fine. No, no, it's not what that. Oh. Darth! <laughs> Darth! There's a space for dinner! Do you want to come in? No, you're happy enough. He's happy enough out there. <laughs> so. The last tone that's brought in is the war tone. All of a sudden, the camera work of that entire film turns into Cloverfield mm-hmm. uh, towards the end. Does I it? Just, she gets shaky cam? Yeah, you get shaky cam with Captain America. Captain America does his whole sprint through New York. And oh, that's shaky great, cam. isn't it? It's, it's, look, the last 24 minutes mm-hmm. of that film, well, the last half hour, last 30 minutes, solid. Solid superhero teamwork, but not really teamwork delegation, different roles, different strengths coming together. My favourite moment of all time. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. And then, boom. Oh, just just phenomenal. Doesn't get knocked out because one Yeah, because, like... Because, no, they, they do tinker with it. Hulk is not his Hulkish self on the helicarrier. He seems to be very limited in the room that he's running away from Black Widow in. Towards. And then, all of a sudden, um, he just destroys an entire space monolith war machine thing with one punch and I really like that because I really feel he wasn't used effectively when he was fighting the god of thunder and stuff like that yeah because he wasn't that angry he wasn't that angry but then he got real ticked then he got real angry and I was like boom he's actually you know what he smashes in that scene he smashes the the harrier from last action hero is it the harrier from last action hero yep because they needed a cheap prop that they could smash because why would they have a harrier on the helicarrier it doesn't make sense yeah they wouldn't they have Quinjets. They wouldn't have that. Why do they have one Harrier? They wouldn't have that. Just for Hulk to smash. Just for him to, to smash up. Um, yeah, I just think that the jarring tone choice and the lack of momentum, which is hindered mainly by dialogue. Worst one. Worst one. <laughs> Nearly got an F-bomb there. Is the worst one. Go on, say fuck. Is Samuel L. Jackson's... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's push 
they needed the push. You know this thing he keeps coming back to they needed the push. About, about Colton. Yeah, Kobe Smolders is like, sir, those cards were, were, were in, in his, his locker. locker. And it's like, ooh, oh, oh. Oh, he manipulated And it us. worked. And it, it, all, it all panned out. But then, you have the rallying cry. They're all heading into the city to save it. Uh-huh. And Stark and Loki have a little chit-chat in Stark Tower. We're going, boom, 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 boom. Oh, we're starting to kick some ass. And then... But that's a great chit chat. No, no, it's a terrible, terrible chit chat. But we have it a hope. Robert Downey Jr. being like, "I need five minutes. Give me five minutes. It's in the contract. Let me do it." Yeah, but that's what Iron Man would do. No, no, no. It, but it, it's completely jarring. This is what I mean from a cinematic, like filmmaking point of view. You built up all this momentum. You got the push. Then you get the payoff. Here it's momentum. Mm-hmm. Finally building up yeah. the push. Yeah, kick the table. Hang on, I'm gonna pour myself a drink and and. Yeah, now you're just waiting even more. A bit cheeky to a gut. No, garbage move. It's garbage move. move. It's a great move. Then he gets shot out the window and Hulk arrives or something. I tell you what, not a terrible movie in defense. I just happen to think that it's one of the most overrated superhero movies of all time. Seminal. Seminal. One of the most seminal. Is that does seminal mean that? Seminal means key. Does it also mean full of semen, like seminal fluid? I think that's semen based I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if it's seminal fluid oh, this if is... any if any doctors are listening yeah or um, um, maybe fertility experts fertility experts would be would be preferred but yeah. hey if you're a doctor you're already more qualified or than I am people in the porn industry um, yeah if porn stars want to call in I feel like you'd know um, <laughs> if any porn stars want to be on the uh, podcast you can't because yeah. it's in mix home and yeah Katie wouldn't like that no she'd probably find us yeah Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the end of this week. Yeah. Excellent. We, okay. What, did we pick a title? We came to no conclusion. Um, I think it's going to be um, Mick. Mick is living in the past and um, <laughs> can't, can't move past it and see that it's kind of a terrible movie. Oh. Um, if anyone would like to scream at me on social media and tell me that I'm wrong um, and that I'm an idiot or anything like that, please feel free. Um, yeah. it's, how, it's perfectly fine by me. How would they find us on social media? Well, I guess you'd find us uh, on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you can find us on YouTube. I'm so excited that Ben's the doing the bit. Um, and now, more importantly than ever, you can find us on Instagram, which is my preferred form of social media. So if you want to get in touch with me there, please do. And tell him that he's wrong. Give me a hard time. Tell him that he's wrong. Go right ahead. Bye. Bye.